Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. And welcome to Domain Masters this week. We've got a great show lined up. I'm Jonathan Frakes. I'll be guest hosting for you this week, standing in for Monty Khan. Uh, on Domain Masters, and we've got a very great show today. We'll be joining uh, uh, joining us from Hong Kong directly. The CEO of Dot Asia, Edmund Chang, will be with us, and he'll be giving us an update on how the Dot Asia registry is operating and uh, give us some statistics. We'll also uh, have an opportunity to talk about uh, what we're seeing as the investment value in Dot Asia. There's also some very good uh, humanitarian work uh, happening for uh, victims of the recent uh, tragedies over in uh, Asia at uh, relief.asia is a website to uh, to help do donations and uh, humanitarian efforts. So there's a variety of different things to talk about uh, on the .asia front. Uh, I'm coming back from uh, the traffic conference in Orlando, Florida, and we'll have a quick update on some of the things going on in the industry. And we'll come back with Edmund in just a few moments after the break. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, Here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting in a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah. GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. 
It's time to do your thing. Affiliate thing. Hey, this is Sean Collins from WebmasterRadio.fm. And, um, and I'm... Uh, oh, do I, I not get to summit. say who I am? Is it your show now? I flip my line, but... Just because you're the righteous host, and I'm just the and? <laughs> go on, go right. on, go on. I'll just sit back, let you take over. Go ahead. I'm just sit here in the pod cave, and you okay, let me know if you Sean need Collins me. and Lisa. <laughs> Affiliate thing. Dig it. My broadcast Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Find Webmaster Radio now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Add us today from the WebmasterRadio.fm home. Want a hot pod? Load it with webmasterradio.fm and play with us all day long. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes! (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. This week's guest, we have Edmund Chung, who's the CEO of .Asia, joining us. Thank you for joining us here on Domain Masters, Edmund. Hello, everyone. Um, thank you, Jonathan, for inviting me to, um, to to the show. Well, and I, you know, it's a great opportunity. I know we've tried to connect. You've got quite a busy travel schedule with all the conferences. You're 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 in high demand over in Asia as you're promoting the .Asia extension. And I know that uh, there's certainly been a large uh, amount of interest in the top-level domain. Can you give us uh, some information about, uh, you know, where you're at as far as registration numbers, some of the things that are going on, and, and uh, tell folks a little bit more about the .Asia extension? Sure, definitely. Um, um, I'm working well. The whole Dot Asia team is working very hard um, and uh, traveling around Asia and, in fact, around the world to promote the awareness of Dot Asia. I think one of the um, most important area that we're working on right now is to raise the awareness in the general user, um, and that's how we see the the registry playing the most uh, effective role. Well, some of the things that we're doing, including um, involving in uh, large uh, uh, e- events, um, uh, you know, music events uh, in around Asia, movies, uh, premieres, um, to to have them utilize the .Asia domain. And what that does is that that draws attention from the end customer, uh, the end user typing in .Asia names, um, one of the uh, high, highly um, uh, exciting movie that we worked with was CJ7.Asia, and within a couple of days, we had about half a million users uh, type in CJ7.Asia domain and come to the website, and that's the type of uh, excitement we're, we're getting, um, not only from uh, some of these uh, events that we're working with our partners, but also small, medium-sized companies starting to utilize .Asia domains. We can come back to a number of uh, uh, really exciting names that we uh, that that I have been able to found actually through Google and other searches. Um, but in terms of the whole registration right now, um, the the sunrise we went through when we went through the sunrise we had about uh, thirty thousand uh, applications. Through the land rush we had about uh, up to half a million uh, uh, applications. And since go live. Uh, we have gone about 200,000 uh, domain registrations. Wow. So 
um, 200,000 in the go live. So th- that's live active names in the zone. Correct. And, you, and then whatever is coming through the uh, contention process uh, as the, the auctions are happening with Sunrise and Land, uh, land Rush. So wh- how, many, how many domains overall are in the .asia zone at this point? Um, I need to take a look at the, the actual numbers, but uh, we're at around a quarter million. Wow. Wow. And, and the Land Rush auctions are happening now. Um, but this is for people who participated in a land rush registration, uh, and then uh, if there was a domain that was there was no other land rush uh, registration, then it just went right through. Correct. Correct. And then Correct. if the, if there is a domain going into auction where there was a, a, a duplicate or or multiple requests for the same name. Then you work with the registrar that you register the domain name with and uh, manage the auction process. Is that correct? Correct. Excellent. Excellent. And so you've got from uh, just my calculations here somewhere in the order of magnitude about a half million domain or excuse me requests that people are going through and doing uh, sort of the, the auction process on. Well, actually, uh, in terms of the uh, domains that are going to auction, it's around four forty-five thousand uh, domains, um, and I should uh, qualify that discussion slightly. Um, in terms of uh, receiving multiple applications, it also takes into consideration the phase that um, the domain was applied for. Um, if it was applied for in Sunrise, or you know, in a particular Sunrise phase. Then the the priority is kept. So if there's more than one application in Sunrise, uh, there will be an auction in Sunrise. And if there is, um, you know, even if there might be uh, some applications or the same name in Landrush, the Sunrise applications takes uh, takes priority. Okay. And so, uh, what uh, I don't know if you can share this, uh, but it'd be interesting to know what some of the domains were that had the highest number of requests uh, in Landrush. Uh, and I think we could we can talk a little bit more about that uh, as a segue to your hot or not contest that you're running. Can you tell the the sure. people a little bit about that? Sure. Um, well, actually, it was in in one of our uh, press release earlier. Uh, the five top um, domains that that received the most applications in Sunrise uh, in Land Rush, sorry, was Buy Asia, Hot Asia, Gold Asia, Fun Asia. Girl.Asia. Those were the top five, and in fact, Buy.Asia was, um, you know, actually had over 400 applica- applicants fighting for the name. So, um, and that leads into, as, as you mentioned, um, what we're calling the Hot or Not contest. Um, it's actually a domain appraisal contest, and we're, we're quite excited about it. The, um, the origins of the contest as actually, you know, uh, the, our team, .Asia team, was sitting around, and, you know, we were looking at the list of domains and uh, going through auction and saying, you know, which one do you think would fetch the highest price and what's, what, what the price might be? And we were, you know, we were actually having fun um, going at it. And we thought, you know, at that time, why not open it up? Why not open it for, for the industry to, to think about it and, you know, offer good prices for it? Um, in fact, that's the, that was the origin of the um, .Asia Hot or Not contest, 
and you can actually you, you can actually find information for it right now already on www.think.asia, uh, and the concept is um, we will have five weekly contests. So within those five weeks, through, throughout uh, June and the first week of July, um, for each week, the the number the the, the the batch of domains that go to auction, um, if you can identify the, that, the name that would fetch the highest um, uh, winning uh, auction bid, um, then you have a chance to win a cash prize. And it's uh, um, the, whole, the whole contest. And then at the end, um, there's a sixth uh, stage, if you will, which is the overall um, most, uh, the highest uh, uh, winning bid auction. And the total uh, prizes for everything uh, could is actually uh, fifteen thousand U.S. dollars. So it's actually one thousand um, dollar uh, cash prize for you know if you can identify the um, the 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 winning the, the highest winning bid for the domain uh, in in one week. And it's uh, the grand prize is ten thousand dollars. Wow. So all people have to do is just go to Think That Asia and submit their guesses uh, and uh, or guesstimate, for lack of a better term, for what they think is going to be the the best domain and and what the price is going to be. All you got to do is um, log on and 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 put put you know select the right domain. And I think you know it's not really just only a guess. Then that's that's the fun part of it. It's um it's part of the expertise of domain appraisal as well. I think. And, and I'm finding from uh, from working with people that it's a dark art. It's uh, it's a challenge to uh, to nail that. And it's and uh, but there's some people who are really astute at it. And um, you know, I've been, I've been learning a lot the more I work with the folks at Moniker about uh, you know what the uh, the buttons are. Um, right. now, and that's the fun of it as well. I mean, the the surprises. You know, some some of the names that you might think will will get high prizes might actually surprise you with a low. You know, low bid, but um, something that is longer, and you know, people feel, you know, those people that are in the auction feel, you know, really attached to it. Might actually get uh, end up higher, getting a higher price. So, um, what's your guess? <laughs> or are you able to do that? <laughs> in order not to um, sway the. The, the 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 bids or um, or, or the uh, event. I think you know. I I can't really say I'm I'm an expert at this. Probably you might actually be an even more of an expert than than I am. Well, I, I appreciate that a lot. I think that that speaks towards your integrity. And you know, I'd I'd like to bring something up. And I I probably didn't prepare you right for this, but I did want to just clear the air about it because there's been some. Uh, uh, I don't know, some uh, controversy over the land rush, you know, and I apologize for bringing it up because I respect you immensely. But, you know, it, I think there was some um, some integrity issues called into question. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I've known you for a long time. I've known I've known uh, Richard at, at Poole for a long time. And I, I just couldn't see any of the things that 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 were being accused about gaming the process. Can you can you talk a little bit more about about that sort of controversy and, and kind of address that so that 
people are clear about you know what what would and wouldn't happen as far as the dot asia land rush or the dot asia um sunrise uh registrations and how those are being awarded sure not a problem at all um i'm you know quite prepared to to talk about that actually um and i'm quite confident about the uh, integrity of our own process uh, processes, uh, the integrity of myself and the integrity of the um, uh, providers that we choose. In fact, the um, pool.com was chosen after a very uh, rigorous um, set of uh, uh, evaluation process, and we have very solid um, conflict of interest uh, uh, policies in place, uh, making sure that um, uh, personnel uh, who has any type of uh, information about the, uh, I, I mean, any type of uh, confidential information about the um, options are not, uh, you know, uh, are not involved in other parts of the uh, pool.com operations. Um, in, in terms of some of the issues that were being said, we have issued a statement and a press release clearly articulating some of the issues. Um, and uh, I, you know, I guess I can highlight a couple of things here. We we have a a, a strong policy in place to ensure not only uh, pool.com but any person who is involved in the auction process to uh, to make sure that no tampering of the auction uh, is occurring. And if we do find out. Um, and if we do see those issues, we will uh, act on it immediately. Um, and also, the, the the process for the auction themselves, are, um, the structure itself actually lends itself to a fairly equitable process. Um, first of all, it's an English-style auction. It's not like a closed auction you put in a bid. You can actually see um, the bids going up, so you can see exactly what, uh, what the bid is right now, and you have time to react. And having time to react is important as well as to ensure a comfortable and equitable process. And that is, when an auction um, towards the end, actually within the last 24 hours, if there is a change of lead, so there is a change of lead in, in, in the leading bidder uh, on the auction price, um, there is actually an automatic extension for 24 hours. What that does to the equity, you know, uh, to, to the fairness of the system is that you won't be stuck in a situation where um, at the last moment somebody puts in a bid to overcome, uh, surpass you and you, you lose the, the auction. If that happens, it actually triggers an extension of 24 hours and that allows time for you to react and time for you to think about whether you want to increase your bid. So knowing the end time of the auction or timing those uh, bids doesn't actually create an advantage, um, and th that's the whole reason for the process. And the one of the things that is very important that that I wanted to really bring out is that the whole process for Dot Asia and the whether it's the Sunrise auctions or the Land Rush auctions is really focused on trying to resolve the contention at the opening of the registry. In the past, you have a so-called first-come, first-served process where everyone comes in at the first second or millisecond to try to, to, to try to catch the names. 
But, um, you know, that essentially becomes a lottery-like situation, and you're losing out on milliseconds for perhaps, and it creates a highly uh, high-tension situation. The auction process, um, as we have predicted, actually, and expected, yields um, most of the auctions are at a lower price. It's really, you know, the auction winning prices is, is, is relatively lower compared to um, second-hand uh, uh, markets, and that's to be expected because it is to resolve the, the uh, first-second issue, if you will. Um, and that also leaves room for investment value and all those kind of things, and that's not the intent because if the intent was to um, maximize profit, for example, you know, God Asia would have held back a, a few thousand domains and auctioned it off over time. That would that would definitely be more maximizing the, the profit. But right now, what we're really doing is re- resolving the contention of the first second. Wow. Well, so it, there's a lot of thought that that's been put into this. So, uh, you know, if people read something online about the the process. Um, and uh, you know, are are forming opinions. You, you know, at least uh, maybe they should uh, hear this interview and uh, you know work from that. Uh, you know, to form a better opinion about what's going on with the uh, the land rush and and all the different auction processes. It sounds like there's been a lot of thought put towards that. Well, well we spent a very long time to to create those processes. And it was done in a very public way as well, involving public drafts and um, and feedback from from the industry, from registrars, and from you know general uh, end customers. Um, well, you know, sort of the next uh, the next thing to talk about, I guess, as as people are going through, uh, what are some of the uh, uh, the sales prices that are happening in the in the auction? What's what's what are some of the records that we're seeing? I know people can take a look at that at registry.asia. You've got a ticker there that shows some of the action in the activity and, and the interest levels that that we're seeing for .asia. But just uh, I'm sure as CEO, you may have some visibility into uh, what some of the top uh, top domains are and what they're uh, fetching in the auction. Sure. Um, actually, the information is public, um, so so you can see what I can see. In fact, um, and as you mentioned, there's a um, there's a ticker showing all the auctions that are going on. There's also um, uh, a a a list of the ongoing auctions and also a list of the closed auctions and in fact their prices. Um, we're we're seeing more exciting in terms of the uh, bid for some of the names. Um, and, and as I mentioned, most of the names, if you look at the closed auctions, most of them are actually at a lower price, not because I think not not because of the investment value of which, but it was resolving one particular uh, contention. And what it also does is that people who, uh, especially domain investors, they're actually um, being able to get the names they want. Because um, in the past, what happens is that you, you put in every name under the sun and you hope for the best, and then you end up with a fragmented uh, portfolio to start with. But for Dot Asia, most of the domain investors are looking at it and you know focusing on the uh, on the vertical that they, they they are investing into and picking up those names. And that's why, in fact, a lot of the um, names are at a at, at a small uh, smaller uh, winning bid amount. 
some of the high ones are, I guess, um, quite to, to be expected. It's in, involved with, uh, has some uh, connotations to, to the um, adult entertainment uh, industry. The, right now, the, um, is, which is uh, public on, on our website, right now the top, um, the domain that fetches the, the most um, uh, amount is actually sexshop.asia, which is uh, uh, 53,600. Um, second highest was uh, Ace.Asia at uh, about 20,000. 20, um, and, you know, among the top 10 is also uh, Sales.Asia, Sex.Asia, Diver.Asia, Water.Asia, and a very interesting Ayurveda.Asia, which I actually looked, looked up um, in the dictionary. It's actually a kind of um, uh, a, a, a massage oil from India. That's the, that's the name of it. Uh, Ayurveda. I, I'm not sure whether you know that that word. No, no. But, but uh, <laughs> as long as somebody does, that's that's the important part. <laughs> it's it's always subjective, right? I mean, CJ7, for example, you were saying that gets you know half million or more hits just when it's registered, and you know right. likely and much I think more that's, since. That's because it was um, the that was part of the marketing for a uh, major uh, motion picture by Stephen Chow. Stephen Chow is. Uh, one of the top comedians in Asia, and we were very happy to be able to work with him through the uh, Celebrity Pioneer program, which we, we which we ran uh, earlier on. Sure. So Stephen Chow, that's uh, Shaolin Soccer, and uh, yep. the what is it the the hustle? What was it? The Kung Fu Hustle. The Kung Fu Hustle. Yep. That's right. That's right. Yep. His new very good actor. Med- very yeah. good actor. Very, very, uh, very well known. Although, uh, you know, less well known, I think, in the states than than across uh, lots of Asia. Similar to like Andy Lau, uh, you know, who's very, right. also very, very popular. Like the Harrison Ford of, uh, uh, you know, the Chinese community, and yet, um, you know, not as well known in the states, but very, very famous. Like it's it's unbelievable. So Stephen Chow and 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 Andy Lau. And, and now you have some other celebrities that participated in the celebrity, um, uh, uh, what's it called, the Pioneer Program? Can right. you tell us just that's, a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's one of the areas that we're very excited about, um, which is the whole Pioneer Program. We have the um, chance now to work with about 2,000 pioneers, half of which is the from the entertainment business, which is through the uh, Celebrity Pioneer Program, and the other half are global brands and uh, community pioneers. And and speaking about the uh, Celebrity Pioneers, that's that's quite exciting because um, that actually helps create, you know, drive active usage and active awareness um, uh, from the end customer. Because I think one of the things that drives the value, uh, overall value of the entire TLD portfolio is the general awareness for a top-level domain. And being able to work with these um, uh, celebrities allow us to um, drive traffic and drive awareness to people who are typing in uh, URLs, typing in addresses. And that increases the uh, overall investment value for .asia domains. Um, and, and I think one of the things that, that we're, uh, I, I mean, another area that, that we're really excited about is the um, global brands that are taking, taking up .Asia. For example, like Sony Ericsson.Asia, um, they're, they're pointing to their Asia-Pacific site. 
uh, Levi's.Asia is a very exciting site. I mean, it actually, you know, if you go to Levi's.Asia, it shows you like a, um, like an a, a Asian city with actually Japanese, Korean, Chinese um, elements mixed into it, and it's actually the Asia uh, site for Levi's. And uh, one of the things, one of the advertise, a, a TV ads that were coming out from um, uh, Johnny Walker is in, in Asia. They have a new campaign uh, around Asia, and they're using keepwalking.asia in the TV ad, and that's really exciting because from the TV ad, you actually go to keepwalking.asia, and there are multiple episodes, um, upcoming episodes as well, of the, the whole ad campaign. So those are some some of the things that we're we're quite excited about in terms of the adoption of .asia domain. But even more more so, you know, really want to talk about this is that um, the 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 heart the 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 core of .asia ultimately will be the small medium sized companies and them taking up .asia and that creates the the, the investment value both for um, the general. Uh, uh, domain investment and also for, for sort of like a, um, cyber real estate type of concept. Um, for example, a, 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 a site, kuromame.asia, it's actually, kuromame is a type of black bean, like edamame, I don't know whether you know, it's like a Japanese uh, bean. Um, and there was a, when I was looking at the site, there was a kuromame.co.jp that used to have that, and they sold the beans online to, to Japan only. And you can't buy that uh, product uh, outside of Japan with the kuromame.co.jp. Now they have a kuromame.asia website, and that site is focused on selling those beans outside of Japan around Asia to Korea, to China, to Singapore, to Malaysia. And I think that sort of uh, exemplifies the type of the concept that Asia has is, you know, you can use your um, local CCTLD for your local market, and when you expand to your market into Asia, you can utilize a .Asia domain. Another very exciting example is Volcano.Asia, for example. I was looking at it, and um, this is a, is a, is a Volcano um, uh, enthusiast uh, from Australia. The, he, he actually originally owned Volcano.com.au, and he put his, uh, his, his, thought, you know, his, his studies and his photographs about volcanoes in Australia on that site. And now he's putting, uh, he, he opened up Volcano.Asia, and he has put um, his uh, volcano uh, information and photos and, and his stuff uh, onto the Volcano.Asia website, and that's for volcanoes around Asia. Um, well, it, now, so Volcano.Asia, it sounds like there's a variety of these, and, uh, you know, we're, we're running into... Uh, uh, Something that I think is very worth mentioning. Uh, I was brought to my attention that uh, you know, in light of the the Sichuan um, events uh, in China, um, you know, some of the other things happening in in some of the tragedies in Asia, like uh, the uh, the cyclones in um, um, right. In Myanmar the tip, and, in Myanmar. The, uh, and the earthquake. Um, right, um, there, 
there's there's relief.asia is is a name that I heard of and I thought that was a fantastic name uh, you know to uh, can you tell us a little bit about that and and some of the efforts of the internet society in Hong Kong uh, just you know as we as we kind of come to a close in the show sure definitely um, I mean the the whole concept of uh, relief.asia actually the it can, can be said to be conceived in uh, back in 2004 tsunami that swept across Asia at that time dot Asia was um, still going through the process of creating dot uh, Asia um, but uh, at that time there was a discussion among the internet community in Asia about a type of uh, uh, initiative that could be put together when dot Asia becomes a reality and um, and there were there were already groundwork being done so when actually when the Myanmar cyclone hit um, we quickly brought together a number of organizations including the Internet Society of Hong Kong uh, organization from the, the Asia Institute of Technology from Thailand Interlab um, the Myanmar uh, egress is a, a local organization in Myanmar the Sahana organization in 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 Sri Lanka wide in in Japan we brought together these organizations and created relief.asia which is a platform that supports um, IT uh, information technology and um, internet technology for relief efforts so the platform itself has two areas well actually three areas one is a public uh, facing website the website itself has a number of uh, uh, it actually has blogs coming from the relief teams that are on the field um, in Myanmar and Sichuan, and uh, it also is a website that would be an online um, that, that is an online donation drive. So I, I I urge everyone you know who 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 is paying attention or who sympathizes with the uh, the victims to go go through um, www.relief.asia and make some donations, but the, the other Parts of the Relief.Asia platform, one of which is the technology platform, um, a number of technologies are being integrated, a mobile, an emergency mobile network infrastructure uh, a, a utilizing an open source, open knowledge technology. There's a, uh, the Sahana uh, Disaster Relief Management System, um, it ha- which is a web-based management system that um, has things like the missing people registry, victims registry, uh, inventory uh, management, relief material pledges and procurement uh, uh, systems. So this is the second piece, which is a technology uh, uh, piece to it. And, and then the third piece is really uh, an ongoing piece, which is in, in the future uh, for re- rebuild efforts and also for um, to to bring together uh, internet community to participate in, in c- contributing to these technologies, contributing to these open source technologies. So, uh, in terms of Dot Asia, we're we're very committed to to release Dot Asia, and we think this is a um, a, a very uh, um, a good initiative for the region and that sort of exemplifies dot asia as a not-for-profit organization and with a mandate to reinvest our 
uh, uh, surpluses and contribute back to the uh, community in Asia. Well, that's that is uh, you know a good example of the way you give back, and I've seen that happen throughout your career. And uh, you know, I'm so pleased to hear that you're having such success with that Asia, Edmund. And um, you know, I, I certainly wish you great success with uh, the future of Asia, and I'm so grateful to have you on this week. Thank you. Okay, well, uh, that is Edmond Chong, who is the CEO of Asia, has joined us this week uh, on Domain Masters, where you can be master of your domain. Uh, I'm Jonathan Frakes. I've been your guest host. Uh, just a quick tie-in. Uh, was in attendance at the traffic conference in uh, Orlando, Florida this past week. Uh, a lot of excitement uh, surrounding development of domains, and there's still very, uh, very healthy uh, uh, attraction to buying domains. Uh, there was a, a lot of people getting great deals uh, in the uh, in the hallways and in the auction. Uh, we certainly saw a lower attendance that we typically have at the traffic conferences, but there was a lot of activity online with the Snap Names online auction, so that was uh, very interesting. Uh, great conference. Uh, hats off to Rick and Howard. They did a fantastic job. There was uh, just a, a beautiful show. The the uh, the opportunities abounded for a lot of meetings in the hallways with different folks. Uh, as usual, these conferences are just fantastic for the networking process and uh, much success. Um, looking forward to seeing people at the next domain meeting, which will be at the Domainer meeting in Paris just before the ICANN meeting. That's going to be June 19th and 20th. Uh, and then the ICANN meeting follows at the same venue hotel uh, from the uh, 22nd until the 28th of June. Well, thank you very much for listening, folks. Uh, I'm Jonathan Frakes on Webmaster Radio, Domain Masters, where you can be the master of your domain. <laughs>